G'day community and welcome to Talking Fantasy. I'm Lechdog and I'm joined with Paul Monty Montgomery. You'll know him as one of the great minds of fantasy footy in Australia. Monty, how are you? I'm well, thank you. Uh, should I call you Lech or Lech Dog or what's? You can call me Lech if you want. You Lech. can call me whatever you want, to be okay. honest, right. Monty. Okay. Yep. <laughs> At this stage, with the amount of uh, information and times I've visited your website, you can call me whatever you want. All right, bitch. No. <laughs> <laughs> and just for those, I don't know, the one person who might not know who you are, Monty. Obviously, you are the brains behind Fan Footy. The favourite website of super coaches and AFL fantasy coaches everywhere. How are you doing in these times of isolation and footy-free uh, nights? Well, I used to um, many many years ago do a podcast of my own, and that allowed me to uh, connect with the community. And um, that, that was called the Coaches Box, and I did that with uh, Molly, uh, Philip Molly Malone, and that was uh, ten years ago. Now I think we started that. And that 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 gave me uh, something to to do of a week uh, during the, the the week and connect with the community. But um, I'm getting zero of that now. Uh, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm just sitting at home and uh, beavering away on my other projects and um, not having the the weekly structure of uh, footy on from Friday through to Sunday and um, losing money, obviously. But uh, that's that's uh, he not, not neither here nor there. You can't control that. Um, what I can control is what I'm doing um, to uh, get my side project uh, to the forefront, and that's uh, what I'm concentrating on now. So I'm just sort of head down, bum up, trying to forget about the lack of footy and trying to um, build something for the future. Yeah, and I do want to talk very much about this project you're working on. I'm, I'm very excited, but I, I think before we, we get to that, we'll just educate people on sort of how you fit into the fantasy footy bubble. Obviously, we all visit fan footy 100,000 times a year, uh, or maybe not that much, but it feels like that much. Yes. It's my favourite website out there. How did it start and what goes into making that thing run? So apart from jockreynolds.com.au, of course. Uh, oh, yes, of course, jockreynolds.com.au. Yes, yes. Um, so, yes. Back in 2001 was when AFL Dream Team started, which uh, people know these days as AFL Fantasy, but um, that was the first uh, of the current uh, fantasy competitions. There, there was, I think, some in um, in the age in the 90s, but uh, of the current online ones, uh, the, the, the uh, AFL Dream Team was the, the, the one that started in 2001, and uh, it started slowly, but it ramped up fairly quickly. And by, by the time of 2004, I think it had 50,000 um, players. I think it started off with about 16, and then we ramped up quickly to 50 in the in the in the third year. And I saw an opportunity there. I was um, I'm a journo by training. I started my career in the mid 90s in Sydney as a technology business reporter. I spent five years up there. I'm from uh, Victoria originally, and came back down uh, after the the dot com bust. And uh, tried my hand at doing some ISP sales for a while, and um, wasn't particularly successful at that. But uh, I had a, I was living with a guy who um, was a corporate programmer at the time, and he turned to me one day and said, "Well, I'm kind of sick of what I'm doing. How about we do a startup?" And uh, I was the the brains; he was the the, the programming brawn, and um, uh, he didn't have much in the way of inspiration. And uh, so it was it was up to me to fi- to figure out what we're actually going to do with um, what I thought was his programming talent and my 
um, content talent because being a journo. And um, at the at the at the time, I was um, I had a bunch of mates in America who I was playing a my, my first uh, fantasy NFL league with, and I managed to get pick one in that league, and I drafted Priest Holmes of the Kansas City Chiefs, who was a uh, was an absolute stud of a, a running back, uh, and I managed to ride him all the way to the playoffs, and uh, managed to get on the bloke who replaced him later on in the season when he got injured, and. Um, managed to win the the Super Bowl of our uh, fantasy competition in the last quarter of the last match with a Jason Witten touchdown, and by that stage I was hooked on fantasy sports, and I saw I, I saw the um, AFL Dream Team locally, and I thought, well, this is on a big um, upward uh, trajectory, and it's nowhere near uh, as big as it's going to get. Uh, this seems like a an opportunity to do some content for a site for, for, a, for a community, which at, at, at that point was being very well underserved compared to what I saw in the American fantasy community, which obviously had had 10 or 20 years uh, head start on us uh, in terms of uh, online content. So um, I became the first uh, fantasy footy blogger and um, the, I don't think even the AFL dream team was doing live scores at the time. So um, it was a service that, might imagine uh, very popular and I didn't really know what I was doing from a programming sense. Um, uh, eventually I divested myself of the other partner because I became the lead programmer um, and I had to figure out how to uh, scale up a website which I was, I was just learning to become a web developer at the time and it was very difficult. Uh, Fan footy in the early days was notorious for um, not being up uh, because of the demand was so high um, but I managed to figure out uh, muddle my way through over the course of many years on how to uh, make a high traffic website and uh, eventually um, virtual uh, Vapor Media um, started doing its live scores but by that time FanFooty had the uh, the momentum and people became came to rely on it for live scores and obviously um, having both Dream Team and the Supercoach when Supercoach came on board um, is probably the main reason people go to it uh, these days is because you have um, AFL Fantasy uh, slash Dream Team and uh, Supercoach scores in the same um, on the same website, which you don't get um, obviously in the other in in the the native competition uh, live scores. But um, so yes, I built a whole um, website around that, and obviously a podcast, which I, I did I think over 120 episodes of, and um, eventually uh, uh, my uh, partner Molly had uh, life issues which you needed to pull back and I was fine with that and let, let a, a thousand other flowers bloom, and, uh, you know, Jock Reynolds among them. And um, I'm happy with the way fan footy has um, developed, the, that it's become, uh, it, it serves a particular niche and uh, the Dream Team Talk Boys, they serve a particular niche as well and you guys and all the other, and, and um, uh, Fantasy Insider, there's all, this is a, there's a big ecosystem of a lot of different types of um, sites all serving the fantasy footy community. And I'm very happy with that, uh, the way that it's developed. So when you first started fan footy, how did you get the data feed or was it a manual thing in the start? How did you actually update the, the stats as they went along? Um, I had to run scripts. Uh, I don't want to talk too much about this because um, <laughs> okay. champion data still to this day, uh, are not my best friends um, okay. uh, because I do not, uh, I don't know, actually pay for 
the stats because my position from a legal point of view is that uh, stats cannot be copyrighted because they are facts. Yep. They can uh, argue the toss on that, but uh, there has not been a... Uh, there, there have been similar lawsuits about this in the States in and the uh, UK, uh, and the, the decisions have come down on my point of view. Uh, we haven't had a test case on that in Australia, but um, if, if they did, um, I'd imagine the same result would be would be uh, happening, which is why we haven't had one, because it would be a waste of time, because I think the, the law was on my side on that one. So, uh, But yes... I'm not so so. You can ask me a bunch of questions, but I can't really answer uh, too much of them in great detail. You will be able to add to this one. So I'd be remiss not to ask you about the player icons. Mm. I think it's it's an iconic part of fad footy and an iconic part of uh, Australian rules fantasy footy. So do you have a favourite? player icon that you've run my favorite was always the dane swan icon whenever you saw him playing bought a it bought a, a tear to my eye i was always happy to have him lining up in my forward line or midfield depending on what year it was do you have a favorite icon you've run on the site over the years well i think the one that causes me the most um the, that is the most emotionally charged is the tombstone icon because it's actually a bit um cheeky you know putting a tombstone icon next to a player because what if actually they die? You know, <laughs> I'm going to look like a complete, <laughs> a complete psycho. <laughs> so I'm taking my um, my reputation into my hands whenever I put it on a player who looks like he's just done his knee or you know uh, broken his neck bone or something. He might actually die, and then I'm going to look like a complete um, <laughs> psycho. But anyway, um, now in terms of what the one I enjoy most, um, I do enjoy putting the burger icon on players who just look fat and slow and a bit like me, really. Um, so I, I identify, it just makes me, it just makes me think of Relton, Rebbe, Relton Roberts and it makes me smile because he makes me smile. Just the, just everything about Relton Roberts just makes me, makes me smile. Not, not the fact that, they, that, that, uh, I think he got a two, I think on that, on that fateful night where he did, he was actually photographed, um, uh, eating a burger in the, in the rooms after the game, uh, or no, during the game, I think it was. <laughs> but, um, yes, yeah, so that's, that's, that's a fun memory now. It was not very annoying at the time, but, uh. The burger icon is in memory of Relton Roberts, and it's a it's a fond memory now. Um, and and uh, yeah, but, but but I just enjoy all the icons. And again, that's something which uh, Molly um, suggested. He's sort of the the silent um, partner of uh, fan footy. He was what he was uh, what the person who um, suggested a lot of uh, the features that um, people have come to know and love about uh, fan footy. And so all credit goes to him for inspiration on, on things like that. I only, um, uh, you know, uh, follow in his footsteps. I must admit, I don't know if I'm the the minority of users that does this. I actually log in and look at the icons before I look at the scores because there's nothing more exciting than you looking at the top and you see a player with a cherry next to his name mm. or even a seagull next mm. to his name. But if you don't see that player quickly and you mm. keep scrolling down and then you just see that the uh ambulance symbol or the yeah. injury symbol next to them yeah. the red cross uh that can ruin your weekend <laughs> it can and yeah especially if it's a um a premium and he's got the tombstone next to him that's uh, that's never a good feeling uh, no yeah. it's not uh fan footy i'm assuming it takes up quite a significant portion of your life does fan how much does fantasy footy uh, affect your entire life and do you have are, are you able to balance real life in quotation marks with uh fantasy footy well i feel like 
the story of fantasy footy is that there's a bit of generation of people who've come through um, where uh, this wasn't my experience because I came to it as an adult, but I think a lot of people probably more your age, uh, Leg Dog, uh, who, who got hooked on in high school and they came through university and they're, are, now, are now adults and have um, possibly girlfriends or because uh, the the demographic is, I think, over well, certainly over ninety five percent in that twenty five to thirty nine male de- demographic. So I'm not being sexist in saying this because this is the 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 the, uh, the audience we're talking about here. Um, the vast majority of people are in that in that uh, age bracket where they've come through uh, school, got got hooked on fantasy football, um, super coach or AFL fantasy or ultimate or whatever it, whatever it might have been, or a combination of all three. Um, uh, and they've gone through uni or, or you know, the early part of, uh, of the, being, being in the workforce and now they've got a long-term job, hopefully. Um, and they've got a, maybe a mortgage and they've got maybe a girlfriend or maybe a wife and a, kids. And the, the, their life uh, accumulates other uh, calls on their time. And so it is, uh, for people who are still in it, really lo- are, are hardcore. They really love it because there are a certain amount of people who might have dropped off. Um, but the people who have been in it for that long are, uh, you know, they're, they're hardcore and they try to find, they, they find um, ways of uh, getting around all of the, the roadblocks that life, that life puts up in front of you to, um, to enjoy your hobby. And this is a, a full-time hobby for, for me and for so many other people um, out there who listen to you and um, out there in the community. And I think it's um, something where you, you go crazy if you don't have an outlet like outlet like this, and uh, you know it is hard to carve out a time on a weekly basis. Um, but that's what Friday evenings are for. Or um, and I don't know how it's going to work <laughs> in um, twenty twenty when you have games on every single night of the week for about five five months straight. But um, yeah, that's going to be a bit more difficult. But uh, just in in normal terms, um, the uh, it is very important. For your, your mental well-being to be able to carve out a, a, a t- times in the week where you listen to podcasts, if you're in the car or on a on a train or whatever, and then on a on a Friday lock in your team, and that's part of the part of it is part of your life. That is part of the routine um, that makes makes uh, life bearable on a week to week basis. I agree one hundred percent. And as someone who is, as you described, still in the thick of it. Um, you do find time and sometimes at the sacrifice of other things. But let's not talk about that now. <laughs> I do want to talk about your new project, which, uh, as we're recording, is still up on pos- uh, what is it? Possible.com. Possible. Yes. Mr. Football. I'm excited by this. I've, uh, I have backed it, Monty. I'm 100% on board. Can you take the community through what it is you're working on and uh, and what we hope to see it become. All right, so it is a, a game for Android and uh, uh, Apple um, mobiles uh, and tablets. So um, it's a bit of a, 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 a it's well, I don't think it's actually fantasy football. You can't actually describe it as being fantasy football, although it does share some um, uh, similarities in the sense that you are. Um, pretending that you are the coach of a, a football team, but we're not talking about a, an actual AFL uh, football team made up of AFL players as such. Uh, we're talking about um, 
a game set in an alternate timeline, which diverged from our own in the 80s when the VFL through uh, Ross Oakley and Alan Aylett and all those sort of uh, bods tried to make the VFL into a national competition. And in this alternate timeline, they failed. And the VFL was disbanded and the Sandfall and the Waffle and the TFL and NTFL, all, all those uh, state leagues were all, dis- uh, were all disbanded because um, the whole concept of leagues were, uh, were made uh, uh, anathema. Everyone was disgusted by the attempt to uh, take over the, the entire football ecosystem, which has obviously happened in real life. Um, but but the, it, there was a backlash too big to ignore, and um, by, by, the, by the, the, uh, the year 2020 in, in this alternate timeline, um, football is still vibrant. You have still have teams everywhere, but they don't have leagues to, uh, you know, they don't have leagues that they're all members of to um, play, you know, people in their own geographic area anymore um, because the whole concept of leagues is, uh, is uh, everyone's disgusted by it. So the, if, if, if you're the coach of, well, you are the coach of one of these football teams and uh, you have to go through and choose where you're from, which, which town you're representing. Um, so you can't just call yourselves, um, you know, uh, Jock Reynoldsville. Uh, you have to actually choose an Australian, uh, a real Australian city that you're from, um, and that's your team name that you're from. So I don't know where well, I don't know where you uh, live, uh, Lek Dog, but you'd have to choose your 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 suburb. Well, you don't have to, but you could choose your suburb that you actually live in to represent. Um, and you are able to uh, buy player cards. Um, Using the uh, the in the the in-game currency, um, which is uh, credits, and it's if people are familiar with um, games uh, which are uh, in the fantasy realm or or the superhero realm, there's there's like um, a bunch of uh, superhero uh, or science fiction um, games like Marvel um, Strike Force or mm-hmm. Star Wars Galaxy of Heroes, um, Star Trek Timelines. I think there's a the Disney one. There's a um, yeah, and there's a they're, they're all ba- they're all um, games that are based on uh, Chinese originals. Original there was called um, Heroes Charge, and there was another one called Summoner's War, which is very influential. So they're all um, uh, a, a big they're a big subgenre of mobile games you can play these days, where you have um, heroes and you can uh, put them all into a team and they fight each other. So. Yeah. What uh, Mr. Football is, is um, bringing that um, kind of uh, genre of game into sports. So instead of having a group of, you know, like a, a, a fighter and a mage and a thief and, and that sort of thing, and they're all fighting in a band against, against uh, orcs and goblins, uh, you're having, you, you've got uh, 22 players um, in your football team and you're, you're fighting the other uh, 22 players using the, uh, the, the rules of actual football. Um, so, so instead of, uh, you know, swords and, um, and shields, you, you, you know, you're, you're doing tackles and, uh, kicking goals. So, um, it's a, a bit of a, a bit of a, a melding of different, um, genres in the sense that the, um, the game, the meta game, the, the game, um, outside the actual matches looks like one of those role-playing games that you, you find on, on mobiles where you level up your cards and, um, and, uh, you know, build your teams and there's all each of the characters have different um uh physical attributes and traits and um skills that you that you level up and all that sort of thing um but these are using 
um, in this case, I think the a number of um, players to choose from is going to be about eight hundred and twenty, which is uh, right, which is not um, not unsurprisingly uh, almost I think exactly the same number of um, players that are in the actual AFL at the moment, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and so um, there will be like I don't know whether you've ever played the um, the the Don Bradman cricket game. Um, yes. Yeah. So they had a they have a thing. Uh, Big Ant Games have a thing where three months before they release these games, they release a character creator where you can make your own um, characters. So I think I'll be mm-hmm. doing that as well with Mister Football, so that uh, I will have about these eight hundred and twenty different um, uh, characters to choose from. But you'll be able to rename them um, according to uh, your own. Uh, you know, whims and and I think the with Big Ant they uh, you can vote up the the most popular um, set of uh, renamed players. So um, some of the the players will like about forty of forty or forty or so of the players will have a, a trait like like hawkish or something, and another forty different ones will have a trait like powerful, and another forty or forty or so will have a trait like um, I don't know eagle eyed or something, and so. Um, Funnily enough, I'm, I'm sure that when that when that character creator comes out, then we'll be able to see um, some recreations of uh, famous players. Uh, but that, that that'll be something for the users to do uh, eventually. Uh, I won't have yeah, control 100%. over that, obviously. So, um, so it, it sounds like to me, it sounds like, and I'm reading through the possible description. It's exactly what <laughs> what I was about to say. It sounds sort of like a football manager meets. Blood Ball meets like uh, uh, my team from NBA 2K or Ultimate Footy even uh, Ultimate, Ultimate Footy. What's it? Ultimate. What's the FIFA one called? Yeah, Whatever it it's is. It's called FIFA Mobile. Yeah, I have played yeah. that, and and there are some ideas from that I will take. Um, mostly, which is the idea of seasons with FIFA Mobile from from year to year. They actually reset the just almost the entire um, game for you from season to season. So. You don't get to have if you if you've got Messi one year, then you don't get him the next year. He just he just gets wiped from you. Um, yeah, so you have to start all over scratch. again and get him again. Um, what I would do what what, what uh, Mister Football is going to do is is something similar to that. Although um, you'll eventually be able to convert your cards into legend cards, and they will be able to be used in fights with uh, factions, which is the the guild structure in Mister Football. So. Um, Guilds being, you know, groups of players who fight against other players. For you know, so um, the, the so that if you if you manage to get a five star um, Scott Pendlebury, you know, for the twenty twenty season, then and then for the twenty twenty one season he'll be um, uh, he might have retired, for instance, uh, and you can't use him again anyway. But you'd be able to use him um, in the uh, the guild system to play to to fight other, you know, if. Uh, yeah, not everyone's going to have a five star Scott Pendlebury, but if those those who do will get the advantage in the in the, the guild um, in the in, in the faction wars. Yeah, I really like the sounds of that mechanic. Hearthstone, uh, Blizzard's card game, do something similar where so you, it, when a card is removed from the current season in quotation marks, they make it um, a legacy card which you can use in a different game mode, and that right. way you don't you know you don't feel jibbed. You can still use the card. You've still got it. That's right. Um, which I, I haven't actually played Hearthstone, really but yes, it, it makes sense to me. You know, I think that's a um, a good way of. Uh, and and the the, uh, the advantage of that is that um, 
uh, each season would obviously there'd be um, it would uh, follow the actual AFL season. So certain players might get um, bonuses for the week, like there'll be a team of the week sort of thing, which uh, I think they have a team of the week in FIFA Mobile. Um, so there'll be the, well, during the regular season there'll be a team of the week um, uh, in which certain players will get you know you'll be able to buy them or, or work towards them um, in a uh, as part of the VIP uh, system, um, and also uh, in the off season, you can run. I can run um, uh, a similar program to get special legacy cards. So, like you, the, you know, the nineteen um, eighty nine um, God card or something like that. So, uh, yeah, so th- things things like that are possible. So, there's there's a whole bunch of different um, ideas that I've got from a, a bunch of different games that I'm hoping to. Um, bring into uh, a game which has not had any sort of um, there hasn't been an AFL game like this. So I mean that that's that's the one thing I don't really know is if people are going to respond to to it and they'll say, well, what is this? Because it's not it's not a FIFA clone. It's not a, a simulation, and uh, there hasn't been a, a an AFL management um, game uh, of any large size. I suppose I mean there's been um, AFL Premiership coach. And footy fanatic, I think. Um, which is Australian uh, Australian rules football coach as well on Steam. Is yeah, a, uh, but I mean, footy is... fanatic that was like fifteen years ago or something, and yeah. they just had an update now. <laughs> it's the first update yeah. in fourteen years or something. Um, so no. yeah, there hasn't been a modern um, attempt to have, make an AFL management game. So this is I, I don't know if, if people are going to respond to it, but all I can do is make the game that I want to see, and hopefully people will like it. Well, I'm one of the, the, the rare breeds, or maybe not rare, but I haven't met anyone. I buy all the different sports games, but I don't actually play the games. I just do the management side of things, right. so I'm excited for this. Yeah. Um, and it's currently up. We're recording this on Saturday morning. I'm going to get it out as soon as I can yeah. so that there is still uh, 30 hours <laughs> as we record. On yeah. the Mister Possible uh, on the Possible page, I'll put yeah. the link in the description. Um, if people get in quickly, Monty, we'll get this out today. Yeah. They'll have a day to go and back it, read about it. Um, do you want to direct them to that and potentially what sort of uh, packages they can they can support it with? Yeah, so um, on the Possible uh, site, there is uh, a packages you can buy for. I think it's. Um... The, the smallest one is 25 bucks so uh, there's and the, the largest one is uh, 500 I think the the ones that are a hundred dollars or below I think uh, are all convertible into um, virtual items when the uh, game comes out and I think there's another one at about 250 and another one at 500 where you can you can actually make your own um, uh, team name that does not have to be uh, connected to a city because the, that's part of the game is that you represent a, a city or a town. Um, but yes, if you pay the extra money, then you can bypass that and make, name it whatever you want. Maybe you can call it Jock Reynoldsville or something. Hmm. I yeah. was very tempted to create Lech Dog's <laughs> puppies, but I was uh, told in no uncertain terms by my partner, do not do that. So, <laughs> so you can blame her community. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, no, it's really exciting. We'll we'll put the link. Check the description um, community for the link to that. Back it. First of all, we love Moti. We love Fed Footy. So why wouldn't you want to support an Australian uh, AFL game? Uh, sorry, an Australian Australian rules game. Yes, because it's not an AFL game. Obviously, that's mm. the whole principle of the game. 
Um, well, it, it is true that it's not an AFL game, but I mean, um, I'm hoping that if I can make this a success, that I could go to the AFL and say, hey, this is a, a possible um, way for you guys to um, <coughs> make some money. But no, I mean, uh, to, to further their brand. Um, and uh, so, yeah, uh, uh, if, if I can get this off the ground, then maybe there'll be a, a, an official version later on. Oh, well, that's that's the dream. Mm. That is the dream, Monty. Yes. All right, I'll... I'll hit you with a couple of quick, quickish fire questions as we begin to wrap this one up. Fantasy footy, what do you love about it? I love that I can pretend that I am the AFL coach of an, an, an actual side uh, without all of the uh, stuff, the bad stuff that um, that, that entails. Because uh, especially at the moment, I suppose there's a lot of bad stuff, a lot of uh, stress that. Um, that, that that entails uh, it probably takes years off your life but um and you know it, it is stressful in some ways but it's a good stress it, it's an enjoyable stress that you can you can take and, and the obvious one which um still is not uh fully understood by people who are not into it is how much you have to learn about all the other teams i wouldn't know anything about the the positional battle over the third tall defender at port adelaide if i wasn't into fantasy football i wouldn't give two um hoots about it but now I, I know who I can tell you, I can give you 500 words about that. You know, you can click your fingers, I can do it. Um, because um, I, I've re- researched it. Now, not just because I'm a journo, but that's, that's what I would do anyway. If I was, um, if I didn't have fan footy, I would probably do the same thing anyway. Um, because that's what you need to do to be good at the game. And it's like you're um, leveling up as a, uh, as a, uh, a game analyst. I mean, a lot of people, um, in this industry could really um uh in 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 the community in your community (coughs) could um moonlight as game analysts for uh for real afl teams because they know a lot more than the average person about uh the the game and all of its workings and all of the people in it uh and 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 that's part of that matt in adds to your enjoyment of actually watching the games and uh uh, you know uh, more than anything else i could think of oh a hundred percent i think it, the Supercoach and AFL Fantasy community are very, very highly educated for the most part on uh, the going-ons of football in Australia. All right, that's what you loved, Monty. What do you hate about fantasy footy? Um, I understand why the AFL does not uh, invest in it um, all that much and treats it as a revenue source, uh, I, uh, but I don't like it. Um, on a purely personal point of view, and also that I would love for there to be a a, t- a you know, regular TV show about it. There's been various uh, attempts to get a, get that off the ground that haven't had any success. Um, I think there's a Supercoach show, uh, but it's rather minor, um, to be to be fair. Um, and there have been, um, I think there's 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 uh, issues with um, the Gold Coast and. Uh, GWS they have to be invested in um, so I can understand why the AFL's priorities uh, are, are elsewhere um, but it's, it doesn't it means it doesn't mean I have to like it no you don't have to like it what if you do you have any ideas of how you would like to see it changed or more invested in um, you mentioned a TV show is there anything I don't know structurally you'd like to see change uh, I know you mentioned you played NFL fantasy way back when you might still play 
that's primarily a draft format for most people in America. Here, the focus is salary cap. Do you see that changing at all? Uh, no, um, but I think both can um, can coexist. I think it's. I don't think enough uh, investment has been put into draft. I think uh, it's always been a bit of a a, um, uh, uh, a secondary thing. Um, obviously, Fairfax uh, bought uh, Ultimate many years ago and have now just um, divested it this year. So that's still being run by FanHub, but uh, it's it's a, a legacy um, uh, product and there's not much new investment being made in, in it because that's not where the money is at the moment. But, I mean, it wouldn't be the... Uh, we wouldn't be in this position with um, AFL Fantasy and Supercoach if they hadn't had investment to start, off, start them off uh, in the first place. Um, and I think uh, draft probably just needs a bit more of a uh, an investment, but it's, it's just hard to to see where that comes from in the current environment, um, even before the coronavirus. But uh, yeah, yes. but after after it, um, yeah, I, I do wonder what's what's going to happen you know, once uh, footy comes back. Whether fantasy football will be uh, as popular or less or more, I have no idea. Um, Maybe because there's been such a pent-up demand, there's going to be a big explosion in registrations. I don't know. But um, uh, for the past, uh, I mean, I, I keep uh, you know, close tabs on the, the industry in general. Um, and there was a big ramp up uh, uh, up to about 2012. And then there was a big, uh, there was the falling off of about 50% from there when the, um, the uh, gambling advertising um, Started becoming uh, more prominent after a, a legal change, and, and the, the, the politicians, politicians had changed. I've, I've written several blog posts about this, but um, the uh, the upshot is that um, it's been flat for the last uh, three or four years. Um, after that, so so yeah, there was a big exponential rise, and then it, it, it cut in half, and then it's been been flat for the last uh, three three years or so. So. Um, now we get to see with the uh, with the coronavirus. Um, obviously, it's fallen off a cliff to zero now, um, and then we get we get to see what happens uh, when when uh, if if and when footy actually comes back this year. Um, whether we go back to normal, I'm not sure where anything's going to go hmm. going to go back to normal in the world. We're, it's going to be post uh, pre corona post corona, I think. Um, so uh, so in terms of how the the comps actually change the rules. Um, I think with AFL Fantasy, they had their two um, two um, trades per week, and I reckon it might actually be useful to, for Supercoach to look at that as well, uh, rather than the, have, having the um, the set number of trades. Uh, so that that might be the way that uh, uh, the Wave Media goes on that one, but we'll see we'll see about that. But yes, there will have to be some sort of uh, Response. I think a rolling lockout is essential, um, if, especially if we go to a, um, a model where we have a, a, a round every five days with like less than a day of, uh, of lockout. It's going to be yeah, it's going to be difficult, but uh, I think you know that's it's a challenge. With maybe maybe people have gotten a bit too stale, and we maybe would need a challenge. So I'll certainly be <laughs> interested to see how it works out. Well, I, I I love a challenge. Uh, I always I've always petitioned for a, like a, a classic mode to be introduced where I can play with full lockout, full round lockout, with only you know whatever it used to be twenty trades for the season or whatever, and just see what happens. But I'm hoping when 
it returns, and I don't expect this to be the case, but I hope that they both comps basically go, hey, we're starting again, I yeah. don't expect this to happen. Um, open it wider, open it up, get as many people registering as possible and as many new people registering as possible yeah. so that they can boost those numbers. And then I expect it to go something along the lines of a of a Supercoach BBL style for Supercoach where I think you're just going to have to have two trades a week or a, a per round yes. regard, uh, regardless of your total because... It might, it playing... might even be three because... Um... Oh, yeah. If, if we're going to a model where you have a round every five days, then you're going to have stars rested, I think. And, oh, 100%. And, and you, yeah, I think it's going to be, have to be more than two. That, that's that's my, my feeling. But, um, yes, yeah, so I'll certainly be lo- lobbying for that, but I don't have much uh, sway over the, these things. <laughs> no, neither I've been do in the I. I've longer than, mo- than just about anyone else, apart from Pete Jankolovsky himself. But, uh, yes, I still don't, still don't have, have much power. I'm just, I'm just a, a regular punter as far as they're concerned. Yes, well, not in our eyes, Monty. In our eyes, Monty, you bring us great content, provide a great service, and I really am looking forward to seeing what Mr. Football can become. Thanks for joining us, mate. Do you want to direct people one last time to where they can find Mr. Football? Well, if you just search for Mr. Football Possible, with a possible with a Z, uh, just one one single Z, uh, and yeah, Possible Mr. Football, you should be able to find it. Awesome. Thank you for joining us today, Monty. It was a pleasure. I hope you stay safe and well. Thanks, Lake Dog. G'day, community, and welcome to Talking Footy. I'm Lek Dog. Actually, that's not the name of this show. <laughs> <laughs> that took you three seconds. <laughs> it did. <laughs> Talking Footy, isn't that the one with, with, the, with, the, with Bruce? <laughs> yeah, it is. It is. <laughs> Um, I did steal their name. Um, All right, let's try that again.